Welcome to Marketing Rewired. I'm Rachel Foy, marketing coach and subconscious mind expert, and I'm here to help you get more people into your offers using simple and effective marketing that actually works, whilst rewiring your beliefs around business success, visibility, and selling. Are you ready? Let's get stuck in. gorgeous one and a big one welcome back to the marketing reward podcast hope that you are well and that you are having a fabulous day week wherever you happen to be in this beautiful big wide world of ours so today i'm really excited to share another fabulous conversation that i got to have a little while ago with a fabulous fabulous soul who goes by the name of tara preston Now, Tara Preston is a new paradigm feminine leader, soul level transformational guide and founder of the Akashic Women's School. And over the last decade, she's facilitated over 6,000 Akashic record sessions, pioneering the studies of divine feminine consciousness and Akashic record work. And globally, she's been supporting women over the last decade to rise in their embodied authentic leadership, new paradigm prosperity, and actually accompany them in the the birth of this new sacred way that many of us are being called to work. So I had a conversation with Tara not too long ago. It was super early for her, bless her. She got up really, really early because she's on the other side of the the world. Um, She lives in Northern Canada. Um, so her yeah time zones and all of that but we had a fabulous conversation I really can't wait to share this with you so without further ado I'm gonna pop the intro um, the conversation in right now here she is Tyra Preston so we've got another amazing guest on the podcast and here she is very early for you good morning Tyra good morning morning, all the way from Canada yes (laughs) <laughs> and I uh, I just said to you before we hit record it's like what time is it for you and it's like six in the morning so your time is appreciated thank you for being yeah, here well, thank you for having me I was truly excited so I just I love the vibe of the podcast so thanks for having me amazing so what I'd like to do and I'm doing this with everybody before we kind of get into some of the juicy conversations um do you want to just give us a bit of a a bit of a summary as to, I guess, who you are and what you're doing in the world right now. Yeah, for sure. So, well, my name's Tara Preston, and I am living all the way in northern Canada, and I am the founder of the Akashic Women's School and a new paradigm uh, feminine leadership mentor and new paradigm feminine prosperity um, mentor as well. Or sorry, new paradigm feminine leadership mentor and prosperity mentor. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah, so those are some of my my titles. Yeah, yeah. It's like t- titles get confusing. I always I always mix mine up sometimes when people ask me. It's like ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, I've got like okay. five of them. Yeah, I know. So. Oh my gosh, where where to go with this conversation? Because it's um it's one which I know is just it's so important to talk about how we get to create different, I guess, types of business or how we get to be more of us in our business. But before we do mm-hmm. that, I'm always curious, and I think this is just part of me being mm-hmm. a little bit nosy with with people that I get yeah. to speak to. How have you ended up on the path that you are on? Like, how have you ended up doing what you're here to do? Yeah. Well, I think that in some ways I've been on the path for like, you know, a good 20 years, like Mm -hmm. even in my twenties, I was always very curious about like what my purpose was. And 
you know, started dabbling in different healing modalities, but I actually was really drawn to professional makeup artistry and came from a background in modeling and, but still drawn to like the healer's path. And I did work as a professional makeup artist for about 12 years in a much bigger city center and, you know, working with, for the most part, women really holding space for them. I had a very like natural approach to makeup artistry. So it was all about holding space for their authenticity and their natural beauty to shine through. But it was about, you know, 12 years into that career and I had my, I was pregnant with my daughter and we had been living in the city and there was a real bubbling up at that time of like, this isn't it, there's got to be more like, what does that look like? And so we made for us a bold move to the country where we live now. And that's where my path kind of really started to open up. I found the Akashic Records. I started to really work with women at that time. That's another 12 years ago now. It was more around like journeying with them to just help them kind of connect to self and really anchor into the fullness of their purpose. So that's where it started. And then, you know, 12 years of Akashic Record sessions and we're journeying with women through soul level transformation and then really understanding how that connects into prosperity for women as they really start to live from that place of, of soul and purpose. Yeah. Oh my gosh. As you were saying it, I was like, I can feel that. That's just activated oh, some things, excitement oh, or fire you. within me. Okay. Yes. So how about then we start exploring this? So you said yes. about, I know that you do a lot of work with the Akashic Records and yeah. how that is then, I guess, linked indirectly or directly to prosperity and, and all the work that you're doing. So you yeah. mentioned about this, the, the, the foundation of like this new paradigm of feminine prosperity. Would yeah. you mind talking about that for a second? Yeah, sure. I think that, um, and I'll swing back to the Akashic Records, but the new paradigm of feminine prosperity, I guess, we only have to look back a few generations to really understand what that is. Like if I, you know, look at my mother who was a single mother for the most part, you know, she was quite, her energetic state would have been like one that was quite collapsed. There was like a lot of like struggle and probably a lot of hardship around money. And that's not to say that that's like every, you know, being or woman's path. Um, but that was certainly part of the lineage that I was pulling from. But as I was working with women, one of the things that I noticed was that oftentimes their energetic state was kind of collapsed. Like they were depleted, they were drained, they were disconnected. They were, they were, you know, pushing to, to make the money or there was like that, like scarcity around it, right? That chasing of it. So the, a new paradigm of feminine prosperity, I think first and foremost is one that is like very connected, self-sourced, and more expanded, right? We're much more in, in our magnetism rather than feeling um, that, that disconnect and that collapse. So, you know, and there's a journey around that, you know, depending where we're at and depending on the generation that we grew up in and, and you know, the home that we came from and our lineage. So there's often a journey to be done around taking up more space with the fullness of who we are as as women, right? And that first and foremost often starts with putting ourselves first. And depending on where you're at in the spiral of that journey, <laughs> that can be that can be really difficult. But I don't I find that it often it doesn't end. You know, we're always uncovering another layer of where we get to 
choose us and step more fully into the radiant, expansive, powerful woman that we're here to be. And so that's definitely part of it. The other part of it would be, you know, kind of like marrying our gifts with money, which is like, you know, even a paradigm shift. I didn't come from a lineage where women in my lineage were, you know, sharing their gifts and, you know, making an impact or really experiencing like overflow or prosperity. So, yeah. Wow. So, so going back to the first part that you mentioned then, do you kind of notice with the work that you do and the clients that you work with that the more that somebody really starts stepping into like their, their complete fullness, whatever that might mean for them, does yeah. that often have a, a kind of an, an impact, I guess, on like on, on their prosperity and actually on their business and on their revenue? Like, do you see oh, that as absolutely. a correlation? Yeah, because, and again, it depends where they're at, but if there's, you know, even in my own journey, when I stepped out, I mean, I was hiding. I really didn't, you know, I really didn't, I could see where I wanted to go. I really didn't like, um, believe in myself or really understand or know that I was like more than enough or even enough (laughs) to just kind of like take up space. So it absolutely does. And I think one of the things with women is that visibility and power too are so magnetic to to money. And so, you know, when we're hiding and we don't feel enough, and I think that sometimes that's a natural part of the journey is it's like, we're kind of buried. We're buried behind our businesses. We're buried behind sometimes our clients or family or whatever it is. And it's very hard for what we desire or prosperity or money to be magnetized, to even like find its way into our experience. So mm. yeah, I think that answers your question. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Isn't, it, isn't it interesting how, and I know this is a sweeping statement to make, but collectively women don't always find it easy to be fully seen. And actually that visibility mm-hmm. reference that you just made, um, that sometimes there has to be a bit of unraveling in order for someone to really allow themselves to, to and I love the word the, the phrase take up space because I, I use that one myself but oh, we yeah, don't find it yeah. easy though do we no yeah and I think I think in terms of like my work like it, that that's the essence and and for women that's our feminine essence and and depending on the trauma or the wounding that we have right she can be we can be very disembodied from our essence depending on where our trauma is or sometimes it's just like it's just a, a like a disconnect she's just really hiding and that's where the account records are such a beautiful tool too we can travel multiple timelines and we can start unraveling and unwinding the wounding and where my background as a makeup artist started to come in particularly handy is that i could really start to like draw draw that expression out in different like faucets of of a woman's life oh my goodness there's so many branches we can go down in terms of conversation (laughs) I'm like no I've got 35 minutes with you I need to I need to keep it focused I love it thank you um how how about then let's let's kind of go down the the Akashic Records side because I know that is again a big part of what you do and yeah the work that you're here to help people with so Mm -hmm. um how did you discover it first of all Um, well, I discovered it like online, I was, you know, working as still like a makeup artist. And I mean, the big thing for me as a makeup artist and a space holder was that women were talking to me about their insecurities, their self doubts. Yes. Yeah. And I was naturally breaking down 
patterns and blocks and, and just through conversation and intuition, it being in my gifts. And so I found the Akashic Records online at that time. And it was a course that I had taken, a small course. And that's what had got me started. But I was really drawn to like working at like the soul level because as a makeup artist too, it didn't have, there was a depth missing. Like I was like, for me, I really wanted like the deep, like what the soul stuff, how do I get to that? And then kind of marry that with like the physical aspect of who we are. So um, yeah, that's how I had found the Akashic records. And I, I think I started using them myself, but mostly I started practicing. Like I actually started doing the work on behalf of other, um, on behalf of other women. And then, yeah. And then it just kind of took off. I don't know. I was just like, really kind of like obsessed. I mean, you know, it's been like over 6,000 sessions and probably more, like it just became such an integral part of the work. Um, But I think I started to see, and now, you know, we have so many healing modalities and we hear a lot more about the Akashic records than when I started, yeah. really, it felt like no one knew about it. I was often having to explain what they were, or people would find them and be like, what are these Akashic records? They, yeah, like they kind of speak to me, but I don't, you know, a lot of that. Um, but yeah, and so I think that for me, I had I developed like a little, you know, and then there was the journey with the Akashic field and kind of opening up to like more of a multi-dimensional approach with working with the Akashic records. And then developing quite a like shamanic style based on just like the beauty background that I was like pulling on and how I face held for women in particular and kind of like drawing that that inner essence out. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing that I did notice was that it was this constant realignment to our divinity, to our prosperity codes. And that it really, I find like accelerates the journey when we're doing very, very deep deep healing in a, in a quite a gentle but powerful way which I feel like you would get you know as a, a wealth wound healer yes <laughs> totally and I, I you know I love I love getting to speak to to people that are we're kind of doing like it's like the same work it's like same yeah. same but different like in however yeah. way we we kind of see it but actually that core essence of coming back to your truth to your you you, yeah. you reference like the prosperity codes like your like divinity um yeah. is, a, is a massive part isn't it of actually business yeah. like when we're feeling yeah. fully accepting of self and we are fully expressing ourselves, and we've let go of the wounds around you know judgment or not enough and ugh, we're yeah. talking the same language <laughs> yeah totally well uh, yeah I mean it's so deep and it just it's that it's just really stepping out of the, the separation ma- matrix where we can come home to the truth of who we are and really at its core essence divine truth which is prosperity is meant to be very very natural for us that's such a powerful statement because how many people don't experience that or their perception is that isn't the truth that prosperity isn't a natural state it's not easy it's something I have to do it's something I have to work at so actually what you're saying is when we go back to our soul truth Mm. and it comes to us yeah absolutely yeah and just everything that you're saying like um I just find too that part of that journey of like connecting to ourselves loving ourselves coming home to our truth like just like the naturalness of who we are gets to to marry with prosperity Mm, yeah absolutely so I know that um something else that 
we could perhaps maybe talk about as well sure. um, is where this disembodiment from our like sexual power and our sensual bodies can also mm. leave women hiding and overthinking and mm-hmm. pushing, distracting, etc. Is that also a big part of the thing that you can often see with with your with your clients? Yes, and I think even through my own journey, it was a journey. Like I, I find from in the very and not ahead I'm losing track of my timeline but I was gonna say in the very beginning mm-hmm. I was attracting like a lot of women who were very disconnected like they just were like I don't feel like I have any time for myself I just always like I'm so pulled around and like they couldn't even really ground their purpose like like just to like anchor into a path that was just for them so there was like a lot of like heart work like connecting yeah. into love and healing the self-love wound and that was a very much very much a part of my journey too Um, even though I had always kind of like for the most part enjoyed like being in my body I still really wasn't embodied and so as I started to travel deeper and really understand um, my magnetism and money and how I could even anchor it and hold it more powerfully I it was that journey into womb and yoni and of course like if we think about the nature of feminine essence um, as we drop more fully into the female vessel, into the body, we and, and the denser kind of physical layer um, aspect of being here, mm-hmm. there's a lot of trauma. Like we have a lot of trauma in the womb, of course, and we have a, a lot of imprinting and trauma at the, at the level of yoni. And so for myself too, you know, it was an area where I had to kind of like travel into and get to know and work with the womb and yoni and really uncover where the disconnect and where the trauma was. So that I could anchor much more fully in my in my body, but that and so it, it has become a big part of the work that I've done, you know, over the last like three four years. But what I did find is that I anchored, like I anchored so much more fully. Like I could hold my business, I could hold money that much more powerfully. And like uh, I guess for me on my path too, I'm always really working on like um, working with like creation energy from like the level of the womb like what am I birthing next what's the creative cycle how am I flowing with this and um there's to me it becomes very rhythmic and it's a much more sustainable way of being Mm. how would um how would somebody this might be quite a big broad question but how would somebody begin to either reconnect or embody that um that kind of the I guess like the sexual power or like the sensual aspect of of being in the body that yeah yeah and it can feel and and it can feel so foreign for some women and it um and I think some of the simplest ways uh is there's a few things kind of coming to mind but is actually just like conscious breathing Mm. like actually it's like energy flows where our attention goes so it's like if we can, and I have this practice that I created a long time ago, ago called the Radiant Morning Power Hour. So, you know, and it started out with like the heart-centered connection and connecting to our future self and gratitude and some money work. And then now it's kind of like moved into like just closing your eyes and just dropping into the womb and hand over womb and starting to listen and starting to breathe into the womb. And then it might actually move into just like some gentle hip circles um and like that kind of thing and it can be quite simple in the beginning because we're just starting to bring some attention some energy connection to that part of our body and we're getting the energy moving so that things can start to like clear out and we can start to really discover the natural power that we have 
um, and kind of like the female energetic system, the lower quadrants of our body. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was something else I wanted to say, but, and then also too, I find just like dressing up, like just like dressing up, like enjoying like your beauty, like actually, you know, dressing up in a way that allows you to feel sexy or sensual can also be really like just stimulating to the sacral. So yeah, absolutely. So those are some kind of like easy ways to start to, <laughs> to connect into sacral. Yeah. It's so, it's so funny. I have, um, I have this thing that if I'm doing something in a very creative manner, so if I'm about to announce something or kind of quote unquote launch something, um, yeah. I will often get dressed up, like you said, even though I might not physically yeah. be able to yeah. be seen, you know, because it might totally. be written. But it shifts um, your energy. It does. Red lipstick yeah. as well. Red lipstick totally. does something that just yeah. switches it on. <laughs> totally. Yep. I agree. Uh, I know there's funny. something about it that's like really, yeah really fierce for sure I love Switching it on that power um I'm curious so for you personally as a business owner how have yeah. these practices or how have these sort of teachings for you personally how have they affected your business as a business owner um my teachings and how they've affected me as my business owner well I'm much more clear aligned and in the flow like if I disconnect from those practices, which once in a while, like if I have some, like a family member who maybe has fallen ill and there's like some distraction, like sometimes I can disconnect from those, but I will probably immediately feel it for me. Um, and that I just don't feel as anchored as have as much clarity or as much like flow. Like that's really important for me when I'm in those practices though. Um, I'm just, I'm tapped into the flow. I just move so much differently in my business. And I find that it's quite magnetic and I find that money's very attractive to that. So there's mm -hmm. just like a lot more and clients, like I just find there's just a general magnetism that really starts to like flow and move through my business. Yeah. 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 I, but think I think I for am... the most part, I'm out of my head, like that clarity and that alignment, like it's very was... primal. Yeah. When I make a decision. It's like, I I'm moving like, oh yeah, my body says, yes, I'm going to go this way. Let's do it. Go ahead. And I think I think that's something that we we kind of forget because I know that that's been my I guess journey as well to to some degree mm -hmm. that especially from a business perspective is early yeah. on I was taking a lot of I guess advice and trainings and courses from yeah. very masculine Obviously. men again bloody love the masculine man and at the yeah. same time it didn't always kind of feel good to me but I did it anyway because yeah. it's what I was being mm -hmm. taught to do and I think Obviously. this whole conversation now of but we get to do it in a very different way that's mm -hmm. just as powerful if not more so but it is this there's, yeah. there's kind of an, an unlearning involved isn't there totally yeah and I think that I don't think it ends like I think I'll be doing this work until I'm you know like forever it doesn't end because you're always kind of uncovering or peeling back another layer of where we can step into are the naturalness of who we are as women or our female power because it's just not how society's been built so and absolutely I love the masculine man and there's room for me to strengthen that in a very healthy way too but it's true there's like a lot of like you know untangling and unraveling and always more room to look at how we get to lead from that place I, I look at it as like female leadership like my body leads my my womb leads my essence leads and then the masculine can kind of like meet me in that place. But um, 
Yes, I do. I think that we're, you know, we're in that place of untangling. And I, I can totally relate to your journey too, in just in terms of like um, some of the business models and, and just the approach to business and how I had to go through that journey of like really allowing like soul and essence, like the, yes. the feminine aspect to, to really lead and to be able to trust it. And that again is a place that I've found so much prosperity in, like almost every time. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> just trust yourself. Just trust that. Just like, and then it's like, oh, there's the money. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And actually yeah. being okay with, like you said, the um, I guess the stories and the conditioning that we're so used to, especially around like business and making money, um, and mm. and being okay with really leaning into the the way that women are naturally designed which is a little bit more yeah. with mm-hmm. the flow isn't it rather than it being linear to it some is degree. totally yeah yeah there's like an energy to it's very it can be very intuitive and um yeah and it moves and having our ability trusted but even like you know the the body is very feminine even just trusting our bodies in business too like that was a part of my journey too where I was like oh do I trust that because like my mind is saying that's probably like not the best but my body's like saying go this way like move this way and just to be able to trust it and then see that the money really need it there or the prosperity really need it there um has been so validating and that we do have so much power in our naturalness and like when we connect and when we listen yeah mm-hmm. I think I think we're taught though so often especially as women to like not trust our bodies aren't we or ourselves or our intuition (laughs) yeah or our emotions yeah (laughs) everything else is more important intellect and logic (laughs) exactly yeah follow the plan yeah exactly yeah it's a really great conversation yeah yeah um I'm curious I want to kind of go back a little bit um just whilst we've got time together I want to go back to the Akashic Records because I know Mm -hmm. we've spoken about it a little bit and um, you have got the Akashic Women, Akashic's Women, can't say it now, Akashic Women's School. Um, um, In terms of the Akashic Records then and how this sort of fits in, um, Mm -hmm. because some people listening might not be that familiar with them or they might not understand, you know, what they are, even though they might have a familiarity with them um, on, Mm -hmm. on a soul level. But what are they? What are they and how are they useful in this context? Well, the Akashic records um, are, where do I want to drop in with this? I'm just going to tune in a bit because you can go so many Yeah, the Akashic records are considered uh, like the vibrational record of the soul. Mm. And so every soul, every home, every piece of land, every pet like has an Akashic record which is, um, again, it's like this vibrational record that contains information on the the divine soul blueprint of each person, but also, my alarm's going off, but also it contains all of the, like the history of the soul path of the soul. So all like experiences that the soul has had, it records all choice points, like all choices that have been made, all emotions, all thoughts, um, all interactions with other people, like it's all recorded there. And so in and so when we make negative choices through our soul path, throughout our karmic history, and negative choices being choices that really aren't in alignment with our divine truth, mm-hmm. with like divine love, divine power, divine abundance, divine wisdom, like you know, real true freedom. When we make a negative choice, it creates a vibrational block in our record. 
which then we hold at the soul, subconscious, and cellular level. And that we, we kind of recreate that same vibrational block throughout our experience and we recreate situations which and basically karmic energetic patterns. So yeah, you could probably see where that would be helpful in terms of <laughs> our natural freedom and untangling blocks around prosperity. Yeah, because um, I know, for, again, personally speaking, there has mm -hmm. been a lot of untangling that I've had to do around money, which I know I'm not unique in that way because it's such a oh, big yeah. part of what yeah. you know can often come up when we're business owners and we're desiring to create Absolutely. more money for ourselves. Um, so would I be correct in assuming then that on, on an Akashic record level, on this soul level, if there are repeated patterns that keep showing now, they are mm -hmm. potentially things that our soul hasn't learned or is wanting us to relearn or um I don't know if, if that would be my frame of reference necessarily I guess I would come at it from if I was working with a client it's like they have a vision they have a desire which is like their soul gen generally wanting greater freedom of expression like like freedom in this physical experience and so with the Akashic Records like yes the soul to a degree and sometimes i guess the soul does choose to make a negative choice because it desires to experience the energetic consequences yes. of a negative choice <laughs> but some because it's all learning but oftentimes when people find the akashic records you know i and they i hear this all the time i'm just so done with this experience like i'm just so done i've tried everything or i like i feel like i'm almost got to the root of it like i hear that a lot yeah. And it's like the soul is desiring a new experience, like a new experience. It doesn't want to experience the energetic karmic consequences of that choice anymore. And so the Akashic records are really brilliant at going in at like the very deepest level and untangling that so that we can open up vital life force energy and new space for new choices, like new positive choices that are going to really allow for that freedom of expression, for more power, more prosperity for just like the divine blueprint to really shine through in this physical experience. Mm. Does that kind of, I think we're saying the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. To totally yeah. understand where you're coming from. Um, yeah. from, from your experience, where does this expression, cause you've referenced the word expression quite a lot and where mm -hmm. does expression or soul expression, self-expression, where does that fit into um, divine prosperity? Like, do you see again, a connection? Is there something there um, which can often you know, transpire. For yeah. Well, I think that most people want, most people that come into my world anyways, they want freedom. Like I hear that a lot. I just, I want, they value freedom. I value freedom a lot. And that freedom also encompasses freedom of expression. And I think that freedom of expression is our essence, our divinity taking up more space in this physical world. So it's like our authentic expression. And that's everything from our truth to the way that we dress, to um, the way that we get to share our gifts, to the way that we get to show up in our relationships and just like the clear communication of who we are and what we desire. So um, when I say expression and uh, and also I am, I'm a soul artist, that's something I've studied for a long, long time. So creative expression is really, really important to me. It's so healing because so many people are really afraid to 
um, create and express and just like let it be real and let it be messy because we've got and that's you know authentic expression is so unique to us mm. it's so unique to us and it often looks different than others around us or you know in the online space or in business and so we can have blocks around that and we've been very conditioned to like be the same as everyone because it's so much more safe and right or we'll be penalized or punished for speaking our authentic truth and because we've got blocks around that so yes like it's like I have found the more that I've individuated I have freedom and also it's like I always find like the next wave of prosperity kind of like rolls in and I kind of tend to look at everything as like an evolutionary like journey (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, absolutely as you were as you were saying that my head was going into like the realms of like marketing and content creation and copywriting and and like you said from a business perspective there often are a lot of I guess carbon copy coaches right it's like speaking in the same way doing the same kind of thing and and it yes. does, it takes a bit of courage and bravery to start putting your stamp on your unique flavor of, of who you are and what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so much like freedom in it. And that's been a big part, I guess, of like the work that I've supported women in doing as an extension of the prosperity is like, okay, what are we going to like birth as the unique expression of you? So oftentimes that comes through is like bodies of work. And where we're weaving in branding and where we're weaving in their own voice and their own sacred tools. And that becomes to me like an extension of like their unique ex- expression in the work world. And how do we get to marry that with money? Mm, yeah, absolutely. I could talk yeah. to you for many, many more hours, but I'm very I'll conscious that our too. time is almost oh, up. Um, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> so before we do finish, um, where can people find you, Tara, if they want to know more about you and your work that you're doing in the world right now? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, you can go to the akashicwomenschool.com, even if you just want to sign up for some of our free gifts or just learn more about, um, I think, this unique multidimensional approach to working with the Akashic Records. Um, you can go there, or you can go to terrapreston.com and learn a little bit more about me there. Or, yeah, you can find me on Facebook at the Akashic Women's School uh, Facebook page. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I'm going to make sure that all of your social links are wherever you're watching or listening to this right now. So anyone, yeah, yeah, that's interested can go and um, check out your, your magic because it sounds amazing. Well, it is amazing (laughs) without question. Yeah, no, for sure. Thank you so much for having me. You're a wonderful host. It's been lovely to speak to you. So um, I'm wishing you a lovely day now that you can get started and uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. hope to speak to you soon. See you later. Sounds good. Thanks for listening, gorgeous one. Make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast so that you don't miss any future episodes as I have got some phenomenal guests in the pipeline all sharing their wisdom to help you with your business, your mindset, your energy and everything in between. Right, catch up with you later. Have a fabulous day.